there a doctor in the house? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. A doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. Yes, the doctor is in with a very, very exciting announcement for Advanced Medicine listeners, the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dr. Batar, Mango for Health, are you telling me it's open right now? We opened it up earlier than we had said. We opened it up about an hour ago only for our patients and our listeners of the Advanced Medicine Show, Advanced Medicine Monday Show. Nice. it's already it's already starting to crank, and we've got emails coming in, and I mean, people are very very excited already. We've already had some excellent feedback, and uh, yeah, it's accessible and it's ready to go. So if you're listening live, you can plug it in right now, or if you're after the fact, go ahead, go there, Mango Four Health, the number four health dot com, and the access code for Robert Scott Bell Show listeners, exclusive to you. Is one three five eight thirteen fifty eight, and it'll get you in. It'll ask you some questions. You got to agree to the the private rules of the club to get in, but it'll be worth it because the things you you'll learn, and we'll be able to tell you. We can't tell you on the air in a public forum. I'm very very excited about this, Robert, because this platform is something that we will use for other uh, pieces of information that we want to put out there. I know that Ty's already talked to me about that. With some of the things he's doing, and I'm hoping that um, people are going to see the benefit. In fact, our goal is that, and this is my personal goal, I've already put it out to my staff and anybody else that's going to be using the IADFW and going through this uh, portal, is that we will strive to exceed the expectations of everybody that's coming through here. You're going to be able to access not only information, but technologies, different things that are just so extraordinary. And that's why the organization name, or club name, if you will, is the International Association for a Disease-Free World, IADFW. And it's a private member-only association. That is the necessity in order to have full-on freedom of speech on the issues that are important to you in terms of bringing that power to heal back to you where it belongs. And Dr. Batar has been helping us do that for many years. This is the activation, full-on activation of that next level. That's exactly right, Robert. So for everybody, the code that Robert just gave you, use that code. That's the only thing that you need. Go to mango4health.com, and you will have access to everything beyond that point. It's really up to you if you take action now from this point. We've given you all the resources. We've provided all the information. The only thing that's now left is you taking action. Beautiful. Beautiful, extraordinary. And now you're going to be asked a lot of questions. You've got to agree to them, and none of them are about taking your firstborn child. I promise this is all about the, you know, your, your belief in the freedom that you're entering this uh, voluntarily, all of the things that are necessary to make a space for all of us to be able to communicate with one another without being in the public domain so we are not restricted in what we can speak to each other about and how we can reveal truths and facts that uh, certain entities do not want you to know or hear about. Yeah, and I think, Robert, this is something that is probably problematic in not only the health field, but probably in other fields as well. Predominantly, the health field is, I think, probably the biggest impact that it has, but it's probably in other fields, too. There's, there's information that is not readily accessible, or at least 
let's let's just look at politics, for example. There's information right. out there that's just not readily accessible to everybody. There's only the information that the media wants to put out or the media will let out or the powers that be will let the media put out. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. And there's, even though we live in the information age, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of propaganda out there. There's a lot of marketing messages that dilute the actual essence of a message or marketing messages that have a agenda that may not be most beneficial for you or may actually be highly suspect. And, you know, we, we just don't know all those different components. We do know this, though, that many times it's not just the information that you get. Sometimes it's the information that you are not allowed to get that creates the problem. And that's really what this solution is going to provide is to be able to get the information that you were not able to access previously. perfect example is informed consent. There's mm -hmm. a very significant emphasis put in the medical profession about getting informed consent. And you have to have all these different things that are covered in informed consent. However, they don't have the non-conventional options listed there because they don't construe that as being part of informed consent, even though informed consent implies that you have been given all the options but they, on purpose, leave that portion out. And by leaving that portion out, it is doing the individual a great disservice because they are not really getting true informed consent. So the information that is purposely being left out often is the most crucial information. And this vehicle will now allow individuals to get that portion, that information, that, that portion that was eliminated previously. Right, and does that include the, the particular technology I'm thinking of that people will be able to access that we can't really talk too much about it outside of the club? Well, this actually is, when they go in, there will be four different resources that they can actually access. One of them will be the technology aspect. Another one will be something that Mike Adams on Natural News wrote about a few years back. I won't go into details, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um and then the other two are readily accessible now, but pretty much in the next six months, I anticipate almost 20 different websites with information that will be highly um, protected and mm -hmm. reserved just for the members of the IEDFW. Yeah, right. outside of the public domain. Again, that's the critical part here. In other words, when you when you... Well, let's say, you know, and people know I don't sell anything on the air, so I'm, I'm much more free in what I can say and do say. Anybody that sells a product, a substance, or offers a service, suddenly they're in the public domain, and then the authorities, state, federal, say, ah, no, you can't do that. You can't say that. And, and they come down, and they basically restrict your freedom to speak clearly and communicate freely, which is what I perceive our audience here respects and appreciates. They want more of that. And this is a portal that gives you access to that very directly. Absolutely. In fact, the very first thing, Robert, it says is access to this website is only available to private members of the IEDFW. We're sorry, but we are close to the public. Membership is by invitation only. If you have been invited to join by an existing member, enter your invitation code below. And that's the reason that the listeners of the show have access, because you and I are both members. Right. Correct. And that is, the, that is the way this is working. So, again, if it's a foreign concept to you, you don't, you don't understand why this is happening. Once you plug in, and as I said, the invitation code allows you to get a lifetime membership for a buck, basically, uh, where normally it would be 99 a year. So uh, it, it's just so extraordinary what the return on that investment will be. It's, it's, uh, I, I, I will leave it at that. But I'm so excited. I did not know we were going to open it tonight early. 
And uh, so, so take advantage of that in the moment. While we're on commercial break, whatever, we still got a few minutes in this segment. And we've got, uh, I don't know if you, I know a lot of times you're so busy, you probably don't read any of the emails I send you until we're after, after we're already on the air. But I did send you a question of the day that came through, and I thought it would be a good one to start with. Okay, that sounds great. Okay, so uh, this uh, Robin Sherman sent this, a link to uh, a story about the disruption of the gut integrity, the gut ecology, the microbiome, and the ASD that would manifest. And they did experiments by injecting basically vaccines, if you will, into pregnant um, rats or mice, and they found out, oh, my gosh, these rats were suffering from ASD right out right from the get-go. And, uh, you know, basically they're talking about, uh, you know, hyper-stimulating the immune system, corrupting the immune system, and yet they don't see the reference point back to the shots. Now, that's phase one of the, of the comment. The question comes to ask you specifically. He says, also, can you pretty please ask Dr. Batar to explain what in the world they're testing for when they measure the hepatitis C RNA? Because I read Liam Sheff's book, Official Stories, where they say they haven't really isolated these things. These are nonspecific cross-reactive tests, even PCR gets a faint echo of some genetic material from unknown sources and says, oh, that's the cause, when they can't even find it. And so it's another aspect of modern medicine trying to do razzle-dazzle on people. Yep, that's very true. Um, what, what does this say? You are an inspiration, no birth certificate, and even some understanding about Libya? Yeah, they're referring because occasionally I throw out some of the things that I don't go into great detail about. You know, about uh, you know, I've talked about kids don't require birth certificates to prove that they're alive, and uh, you know, I talked about Libya, the reason why, and we've talked about this on the air, Doctor Batar, about how Gaddafi was going to basically pull off the petrodollar and go back to gold, and and they said uh-uh, not so fast, and they took him out. They took out the whole country after that. Right. Actually, I, I was I, I know that you and I have talked about that on the air, but I. I mean, I know you and I have talked about it. I just don't remember what we've talked about on the air or off the air. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot that's mixed up in that. But, yes, I think we did, in fact, mention that on the air. And uh, so this this guy or Robin, uh, I don't know if a guy or a gal is not saying, but uh, very much appreciates our willingness to go there, which we'll even be able to go farther off the record, so to speak, on the record in the private association. Uh, but I guess in this point, you know, when, when you're not duped by this stuff anymore, like we all have been duped at one point in our life by the razzle dazzle of technology. And then we see through it one day and we go, my goodness, were we just we were just they were smoking us. Yeah. And I think that's part of the razzle dazzle effect is that they do that intentionally cause confusion because they count on people saying, oh, wait a second, this is too complicated. I don't understand what they're trying to say. OK, well, I'm sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing to protect us and let it go. <laughs> um, so. Part of it's that, that huge illusion that we've talked about, Robert, before, you know, the Democrat-Republican fight or the, mm-hmm. you know, right or left or the uh, the breast cancer. Uh, the pink ribbon campaign. Right, exactly. Or uh, Angelina Jolene and her, uh, what do you, the resection of her breast and all these other, you know, these are all things that are done for, for drama to create an illusion whether or not she actually had the surgery or not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. fact that they're talk, blaming it on a, on a gene or blaming it on a marker or blaming it on this or that rather than the real issue, which is toxicity, and rather than addressing the fact of all the pollution that's going into our food system, the genetically modified uh, organisms that are uh, changing the configuration and the morphological characteristics of the very food that we're eating and thus causing a disruption in our own DNA, et cetera, et cetera. These are the types of mm-hmm. things that it's that razzle and dazzle. Let's confuse yeah. them. They won't know the difference, and we can kind of 
then have the sheeple go in the direction. Yeah. Whoa, Patrick, you blasted uh, the, the bumper music in our ears like nothing. Anyway, we're going to go to break now. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, it is Advanced Medicine, MedicalRewind.com, one of the easiest ways to get the hundreds of hours of fantastic life-changing, empowering information. Remember, the international best-selling book by Dr. Batar, The Nine Steps to Keep the Doctor Away. It's linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com as well. Mango4, the number 4, health.com, code 1358. Great heavens, what kind of radio show is this? The Robert Scott Bell Show. Information is so good, it requires no expiration date. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, the floodgates open officially. You can register now. International Association for Disease-Free World, IADFW. How do you do it? You go to Mango4Health, the number 4health.com, and your invitation code, because it's a private association. You don't get in without uh, knowing somebody. And because you listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Advanced Medicine, our medical rewind each and every week here with Dr. Batar, you know somebody's. And you can get in. 1358 is the code, 1358. And it'll access you to a whole, a whole lot of information that, as I said, we can't re- reveal in the public domain. Okay, that's all we're going to say for the moment. We'll get back to that. Now, there's a great article here off of Natural News. Uh, and this is right in your wheelhouse, Dr. Batar. Headline, Dementia, now striking people in their 40s. As mercury from vaccines causes slow degenerative brain damage. Now we can ask the question of why isn't this, you know, a mainstream kind of regular newspaper headline? Because that would be, you could substantiate it for, you know, days and days and days. You wouldn't run out of substantiation. But it's good to see it somewhere. And I want to remind everybody about goodgopher.com, the new search engine, because that'll get you to things that are not corrupted by big pharma. Google, they won't give you this kind of link. But we've got it here. What do you think? This is a nice article. Well, I have not read it yet, and um, I can't comment on that. But I will tell you that I believe uh, Google will be coming around soon, sooner rather than later. I think they're already starting to come around, believe it or not. And um, I can't tell you exactly why I'm saying that, but, uh, Robert, I think you already know. And there are certain things that are happening Oh, they're going to have to, or they're losing people by the day. Because if you try to do any kind of uh, uh, disease search and you want a natural medicine or remedy as an option, you have to go 40 pages in to find anything before it gets to it because the first pages are trashing anything natural. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's going to be something that, um, let's put it this way, there is an event taking place tomorrow at Mountain View, California, which is the headquarters of Google, Mm-hmm. And Larry Page, the founder of Google, has been affected by something that he was able to get a benefit from naturally. And I'm not going to go into too many details, but anyway, um, the the book, The Nine Steps to Keep the Doctor Away, uh, we're actually a sponsor of this event that's taking place at Google. And um, they have a lot of interest. I can't go into a lot of details right now, but they appear to have a lot of interest in giving people a balanced perspective of natural health and many of these other components that have been basically either 
minimized or uh, well, attacked, suppressed, denigrated, etc. You know that. And this is exciting if that's indeed happening. And, of course, we knew eventually it would because the very people that run the world, so to speak, you know, eventually their children and their grandchildren are being damaged, if not themselves being damaged. And they, they find, well, there's no solution for me in modern medicine, yet everything they focus on, the bias of Wikipedia, is all about modern medicine, pharmaceutical patent medicine. So inevitably, I agree, it's going to change, it's going to shift, but we're not waiting around for it at the same time. Now, this article refers to uh, researchers from Bournemouth University in England, published in the journal Surgical Neurology International, and they say these diseases, neurological degradation, are almost epidemic at this point. And so, you know, it's, it's increasing. When you say people in their 40s, right, 40s with dementia, it's, well, 40 people, people in their 40s are older than they ever were before, right? Didn't used to be this way. Yeah, when you look at modern medicine and you look at all the improvements that we have from hygiene and from uh, conveniences, and it, we've talked about trauma medicine and some of the new advances in technology and how we can keep people alive longer and, you know, cryotherapy and many of these other, um, like, transplants and all these different things that we've, we can do now, it doesn't make any sense why people are having dementia early on unless unless the key operative issue has been ignored, which we mm-hmm. know it has been because it's the underlying toxicity we're talking about. So the, the, there's, you know, this, this could actually be, in my world, in your world, this could be a moment of duh, like, okay, tell me something I don't know. But, of course, for, you know, the, the mainstream, this is something that probably would not be would not be construed as a moment of doubt, but is it, <laughs> yeah. is it surprising that people with uh, getting all these vaccines, uh, there's earlier onset of dementia? I mean, I can show you footage, Robert. In fact, we probably got it from five years ago, but I've got footage from 15 years ago um, right. when I, in fact, testified before, that was what, that was 11 years ago, when I testified in front of Congress. I told Congress yep, that, you did. that this is going to be an issue, that we're going to have more and more people, that younger population that is going to be affected by Exactly. Uh, well, we'll continue this, yeah, this discussion on the other side of this break. Uh, Journal of Alzheimer's Disease even acknowledges the mercury link. Yeah, they did. We'll be back. Oh. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Robert will be right back. Rocking the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, it's Advanced Medicine. You know it is Medical Rewind. You can go to medicalrewind.com to update on hundreds of hours of time together that we've spent with Dr. Rachid Batara, author of the international best-selling book, The Nine Steps to Keep the Doctor Away, also featured in The Quest, The Global Quest, continues, The Quest for the Cure, and, of course, that's with our good buddy, TMB Ty Bollinger. Remember, Mango for Health, it's open now. If you're listening even after the fact, it's, we're not shutting this thing down. You can join, but you have to have an invitation code. This is a private membership-only scenario. Mango for Health, Mango, and the number 4, health.com. 1358, Robert Scott Bell Show listeners, you are invited. 1358 is the code when you get there. And read through it. You agree to the principles of the club. You're in, and you're going to get access to things that are just absolutely extraordinary. Now, Dr. Batar, we were talking about 
the mercury issue. Great article on Natural News about this. Of course, you, you know, it's been a, something that you've not only studied so well, but clinically you've seen the reversals by pulling the mercury out of these people. Uh, we talked about this dementia study saying in their 40s, younger and younger ages being impacted by dementia like Alzheimer's. Journal of uh, the Alzheimer's Disease in uh, 2010, researchers reviewed 100 prior experimental and clinical studies looking at the effects of mercury on cells, animals, and humans. They found that long-term mercury exposure produced many of the same changes seen in Alzheimer's disease, including confusion and impairments to memory and cognitive function. Yep. No surprise there at all. Yeah. What's surprising is that the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease published it, and yes. yet all of the Alzheimer's research for the most part through NIH, etc., not looking into mercury causes necessarily, but looking into drugs and vaccines. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring this up because the journal, International Journal of, uh, it's the International Journal of Alzheimer's? It just says Journal of Alzheimer's Disease. Okay. I believe it's the Journal of Alzheimer's also that did the study that was published probably 15 years ago about APOE, Mm -hmm. which is a genetic marker that's traditionally associated with cardiovascular disease, but APOE, you get a three, two, three, or four from your mother and two, three, or four from your father, and uh, four four, having a four four polymorphism is highly associated with the inability to excrete mercury, and they found an incidence of all, of Alzheimer's in patients that had a four four to be exponentially higher and statistically very significant. Uh, they can almost use the APOE as a predictive value of the chances of a person getting Alzheimer's, and it was all discussed that the APOE is actually defining the inability of the body to excrete, or at least one of the pathways of the inability of the body to excrete. So if this is the same journal, which I'm pretty sure it is, they've already shown a propensity for publishing the truth, and they're not really motivated by the, uh, the agenda of the ones that don't want anything to do with mercury, because you know that certain journals will never publish anything to do with mercury. Dr. Burnoff and myself submitted an article to JAMA after a response to call for papers uh, for childhood diseases that had no known cure to submit papers on those types of issues. So we submitted a paper on autism, and he even told me, he said, listen, we've talked a little bit too much about mercury. Let's back it down a little bit. We had 172 different references, 177 references, and it was basically called the oxidative stress in, in the autistic patient population. And, you know, we probably removed mercury 90% from the paper, and they still... They still didn't publish it. And here's how they, this is what happened. This is how I know that there's a bias, Robert. We -hmm. submit the paper on a Sunday night after all the criteria were met. And on a Sunday night now, on a Monday morning, we get a response from the the, uh, journal, which is the JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, saying, after peer review, your paper has been found not to meet the criteria <laughs> of publication. And their peer review process, which is published on their website, is mm. three independent doctors review the paper. Now, you're telling me from Sunday night at midnight when we submitted the paper to Monday morning at 8 o'clock that they found three clini- clinical researchers or physicians that reviewed that paper and mm. found that it did not meet the criteria for publication? B.S. That was... They could, no, they could do it. Bull, whatever. They but, could do it. it but they, what they would do is they just have to search for the word mercury. If it appears once, they reject it. That's how they did it. They didn't, they didn't even do that. They have scanners that scan now, and if it's a mercury paper, boom, it gets eliminated. So I'm sure that yeah. three doctors sitting there from midnight to 8 o'clock in the morning reviewing papers, it was just a 
computer that scanned it and boom, kicked mm-hmm. it out. Here's another article. Headline reads, From Abortions to Vaccines to Chemotherapy, How Modern Medicine is Steeped in a Culture of Death and Denial. I mean, it's not a happy title, but, you know, I've often talked about the culture of death that surrounds allopathic medicine. Uh, we thought Superdon coined a new phrase, but he found somebody had been using the term allopathetic, uh, you know, in relation to what this medicine is, what it's become, and as opposed to the, you know, the highlights of, of, of intervention and crises and putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. But outside of that, it's really embraced a culture of death where it's dehumanized people, and, and they become the disease, they become a number, they become a statistic. Yeah, it, it is a, it is a very sad thing. But I got to write that word down. Say that again. Allopathetic. Allopathetic. Yeah, yeah. Like we we had a, a listener last week uh, come up with the term pathopathic. You know, because it's like such a disease of a disease. This allopathic medicine, and then Superdon said, "What about allopathetic? That sounds pretty appropriate, doesn't it?" Yes, it does. But uh, I we had never heard that before, so we've been utilizing it appropriately, especially going after the skeptics who. Uh, have never met, uh, you know, a, a heavy metal that they didn't want to inject into children and claim it had no harm uh, after doing so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that this point that you bring up, um, it's it's one of those validations of what we've said that more and more people are becoming aware. And, and just the coined use of these new words, I, I like them because they're very uh, descriptive. And mm-hmm. it it paints a very accurate picture in your mind if you kind of think about it. It, well, it does. And, and uh, you know, we have to, when we talk about a headline like that, which sounds so foreboding and dark and heavy, but when you realize the, the peer-reviewed journals have even acknowledged the, 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 the rate of death due to iatrogenesis, if you will, or iatrogenic causes, uh, doctor caused, do, medicine caused, if you will, it becomes not the third, second, but the first leading cause of death all told, you know, outpacing cancer and heart disease. Although we do know a lot of the cancer and heart disease can also be caused by the medicines that are being given. Uh, for those diseases, so you can't clearly say it's heart disease that killed somebody when, in fact, it was the stent and the drugs that they were on. Yeah, and we've covered that so many times now where uh, I think about six months ago, remember we covered that story about the patients that were dying, that, that had cancer and that were treated with chemotherapy, but then later on had to deal with um, having heart attacks because of the extent of damage secondary to the chemo that they'd had to the myocardium. And there are many different situations like this, even patients getting recurrences of cancer based upon the chemo or the radiation that they were exposed to that caused a new type of cancer to be formed. And of course, you know, the first thing is when you're dealing with conventional treatment, their underlying cause has never been addressed. So there's no way of really knowing whether the environment was the same and allowed for another cancer to sprout up or was it the treatment that allowed uh, a new cancer to sprout up because it suppressed the immune system even further. But the point is that many of these treatments that we know that, that, that are, even mainstream medicine knows are detrimental because if they, if for example chemotherapy was not thought to be detrimental, then why do the people handle it with uh, hazmat uh, <laughs> Hazmat or suits, if, exactly, yes. Or, or radiation. If, you know, radiation was not thought to be destructive, then why do we wear lead when we go in, lead aprons, and why do we have the meters that are measuring the amount of radiation exposure that the technicians and the doctors, the radiologists have been exposed to? So even modern medicine recognizes these things. The problem is that they, by recognizing him, it's almost like where Judy Gerberding said, it's not that we don't think that mercury is uh, dangerous. It's not that we're saying that it's not safe. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not that we're just saying that it's safe. We're just saying that we don't believe that it is in, in sufficient quantities to cause these problems. And this comes back to, again, think of a freaking match. How much mm-hmm. of a match has to be lit on fire to cause a massive forest fire that 
destroyed <laughs> hundreds of thousands of acres. It's one match. It's yeah. one little spark that initiates that fire. And that's the part that they didn't get. They think it's a volume issue. It's not. It's a cascade issue. It's a threshold function. Once it's initiated, it becomes like a domino effect, and it causes rampant destruction. And modern medicine hasn't figured out that it's the spark concept that causes the forest fire. It's not, um, oh, it's a spark, so it's only going to cause one little damage right. corner of a piece of paper. Yeah, you assume that it's in a damp, moist rainforest where no fire can start. No, the mercury is already in there. You injected it, and you said it wasn't enough to do a pro do anything, right? Of course, even though the peer-reviewed journals will all say, well, look how dangerous it is, but the cognitive dissonance is very deep. Now, I've called for many years for a separation of medicine and state, and people, you know, kind of laughing, oh, that's cute, that separation, because people say rule. separation of church and state, right? We don't want a theocracy. We want to have the freedom to practice our religion as we perceive it and believe it to be. Same thing, though, needs to apply to medicine, separation of medicine and state. And I think I come back to Mango for Health and the, the new association that's being formed, and it's open now, International Association for Disease-Free World, IADFW. You go to Mango and the number 4, health.com. The code for invitation to for you to get in, 1358-1358. And this, you know, we're not waiting around is the point I want to bring up here. So a lot of people say, well, we got to vote, you know, a bum out, put a new bum in, hopefully this bum is a little better, right? No, we're not waiting for that. <laughs> I like that, put a new bum in. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's less of a bum until he becomes more of a bum, or she, I don't know. But, I mean, they start out nice, they promise you things, and very often, with rare exception, they get corrupted into it. So the point is, we're not waiting. If, you, if you're waiting, you're waiting for the medical Godot, Dr. Godot, where are you? You're never coming. So we're creating this in order to step outside of that realm of limitation. And that's the point of being, the, I guess, the cause in your life rather than the effect of everything that's gone on prior. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Robert. I agree with that statement. And I think that um, I, I can only tell you that the only – today's, today's probably not a good day for me to, um, well, today's a fantastic day. Today's not a good day for me to actually try to express to you what I'm feeling because I'm in a state of euphoria right now. And so when you're bringing mm -hmm. up these things, yeah. um, I'm just getting off the high. I just had two children that were two of the toughest cases. Well, not both of them. One of them was one of the toughest cases I've dealt with. And the child wouldn't say anything, wouldn't talk to me. And the mom and dad were saying, hey, don't you want to? You said you want to say something to Dr. Batar. So I just said, do you want to go and talk to me in private? And he said, he nodded his head, yes. I go into a private room just with him, and this kid just just talked to me about so many different things. Asked, told me that do you know what Santa's getting me, and do you know what I went to Care Wednesday. I went to hmm. he's a kid from Ireland, and so we've got the crew over here that's doing this documentary on Mercury, and they actually interviewed the family, and they were just talking about all these different things. And so I'm I'm in a very very positive state of mind right now um all right on a drug high so when you when you bring up some of these points just now uh -huh. it's it's almost um it's almost overwhelming what i want to tell people uh -huh. it's, it's almost like a verbal vomit you want to like tell well, people things, <laughs> but well listen it, it, and, and if there's gonna be a hangover we want to prevent it and you know when we come back we've got a triple header moment of duh just for dr batar we'll have fun with this stick with us Live around the world, the Robert Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott Bell. Taking on 
and bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines as we wrap up today's Advanced Medicine Medical Rewind. Go to Mango 4 Health, and if you're not sure how to do that, go to robertscottbell.com in the show notes all week. You've been seeing it. The links are there. Mango, the number 4, health.com, and your invitation code, Robert Scott Bell, show listeners, 1358. It's all there. If you forget it, if you didn't write it down, if we said it not enough times, just go there. You'll know how to do it, and it's open to be part of this association to reveal things we can't reveal on the air. Dr. Batar, so exciting tonight, and I know you were almost rendered speechless as we were going to break there. Yeah, actually, I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this, this leads to a perfect uh, segue, so to speak. Uh, and we do it from time to time when we see scientific reports that, you know, I don't know who pays for it. We hope that U.S. taxpayers aren't, but oftentimes they are. They lead to things that are so absurdly, patently right there in your face that you wonder why they had to do a study. And that's why we call it today's... Excuse me. I... And that's not what we call it. <laughs> I'm going to try that again if I can get the audio clip open. And now I'm rendered speechless. How did that happen? That is funny. Don does that normally. Yeah, I know, but he had to take off for a moment to take care of some stuff because you wouldn't believe what he's doing behind the scenes. But here, let me try that again. (laughs) It's time for today's... Moment of Duh. What are you people? (laughs) On dope? (laughs) Amalgamated Association of Morons. Local 6 and 7, 8. You're crazy! What is your Yes, today's Moment of Dub brought to you by It's Live Radio, if you were wondering. It really is live. And the question about alcohol. been many years since I've drunk it, but uh, there's one surefire way to prevent a hangover. A study has confirmed it. Dr. Batar, can you imagine what this might be? Um, I don't know what it could be. Uh, the This is about the alcohol, the consumption of alcohol. Yeah. yeah, one surefire way to prevent a hangover, according to this study. Well, I think that if I went and asked some of my fraternity brothers from 20 years ago, they would have probably said, drink more alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hair of the dog. No. Yeah. Wrong answer, of course. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a more, it's a more obvious answer. Like maybe yeah, it is. Not drink it is. alcohol? Don't drink. Exactly. You've nailed it. We didn't even need a study. Dr. Batar nailed it. Don't drink. Just don't drink the first cup. No. You don't drink it, you don't have the hangover. Now, having said that, Dr. Batar, I think you would confirm this. You know, even though there's an acute liver toxicity or congestion that occurs from alcohol consumption, we can talk about liver congestion leading to hangover from any number of things, not just alcohol. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because alcohol, when a person consumes alcohol, what happens is that there's a conversion of that alcohol uh, partially into formaldehyde. And formaldehyde is embalming fluid. And it's the, the reason it's so detrimental is because it creates a burden on our filter system because the mm-hmm. liver is like a filter of the body. So you're blocking the filter mechanism or you're impeding the filter mechanism. And are there other substances that will also impede the filter in your body? Of course there are. So it's not just alcohol. There are other things that can uh, create the same problem, and some right. of them can be very detrimental. And, in fact, the most common form of toxicity to the liver that we find is something that everybody, pretty much everybody, has taken sometime in their life, and that's Tylenol, over-the-counter. Right. With more Tylenol overdose uh, liver failures due to Tylenol overdose 
than any other form of liver injury. Please, uh, please, please, yeah. In emergency medicine. Don't take Tylenol if you have a hangover from alcohol because you know you're hammering your liver uh, on, with triple the force, and that's not good. Now, this is a triple play moment of duh. There's a secondary study here. Caffeine actually may combat fatigue. <laughs> Wait, did they know that it was an adrenal stimulant? It can temporarily do that if your adrenals are functioning. But still... They're really figuring this thing out. I think this was just for golfers because they said it can take a, a stroke or two off of your handicap as well for concentration purposes. Well, yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't know who funds these studies, but you know, <laughs> you'd wonder like, what is? I, I don't even know, Robert. I don't even know. Just what said. send the money to us. We'll, we'll, we already know the answer. We'll, we'll give you half price. There you go. By the way, the, the last moment of duh, healthy workplace tied to fewer obese young workers. No, we thought it was an unhealthy workplace that would result in that. Oh, my goodness. Well, Dr. Batar, you don't have to speak anymore. You can rest. And, and with all the excitement going on, uh, we get lots of people signed on to the association tonight and tomorrow. Well, I hope so. And, and I think it's already happening. I just got an email thing. A lot happened. Right. And it's because the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott Bell Show.